Hello, beautiful souls. I am so grateful to be here doing my first interview on my spiritual evolution podcast with the beautiful Trinity, aka Infinite Abundance. She is a beautiful mentor of mine and spiritual psychic medium um, who has really uh, given me a lot to think about in the last few conversations that we've had. So I am really excited to share this with you guys. We talk a lot about... um, obviously our spiritual journeys and our growth. We also talk a lot about religious trauma and the effect um, that that has had on us as individuals and us as a collective and the importance of knowing the difference between um, healing ourselves and kind of thinking, you know, we need to go across the world to save others when you know, we talk a lot about some really great things. I'm so excited to introduce this interview to you guys and to share this experience with you guys. Without further ado, here's my interview with Trinity. I hope you guys enjoy it and have a wonderful, abundant day. I was watching King Soon this morning and he does like the spell rituals and stuff on his lives. And so it gave me the idea, like I've been like, he was talking about like decay and like why your manifestations aren't coming into fruition and like all this stuff. And I was like, oh my god it all makes sense (laughs) and so like it gave me this idea for like a a a spell thing that I wanted to do for the rest of the month of December so I just like right before like right as I like messaged you to send you my email I was like oh shit because I was adding all these things to my website and I was doing a bunch of updates and like you know redefining my worth and my prices and so like so funny because I um been watching Money Heist and it literally like brought me to tears like these people they were in the beginning they you know took the whole reserve of well in the end they took the whole reserve of gold from Spain and they basically it was a very good um, example of how money is just an illusion and it is literally like so it's crazy to think about how um, like it really came down to having the mind of a child and having the faith and the imagination of a child. Um, I made a video about it, how the two brothers were talking and the one that was like, look at the professor, the one that was like the brains of the whole plan. And he, you know, um, was asking all of the questions that needed to be asked. And he's like, you know, is this the person that's planning a heist or the mind of a person who, like, the mind of a person planning a, t- a heist or the mind of a child? And, you know, Berlin is like the mind of a child and probably so. And there's just so much more depth to it than just, like, them, like, being the Robin Hoods that they were trying to, you know, show people that money is just an illusion at the end of the day. Right. It becomes, you know, like, monthly, weekly heists. <laughs> oh my god it would work so perfect too because like in robin hood you know like the scene where they're like robbing the 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 king and they have like the psychic and the crystal ball and all that like you would be in there with the crystal ball (laughs) (laughs) disclaimer i have to get my disclaimer in there Disclaimer, we're just fucking joking. Get over yourselves. (laughs) 
<laughs> when I saw that you put the trigger warning on that, I was like, oh man, I have to do that. I don't even think about doing stuff like that. Yes, I added a trigger warning, especially I did the, I was supposed to record a podcast with Lucy. She's like a sexual healing and transformation coach. So I like, I was up at two fucking o'clock in the morning. So I was so excited. Um, and so I like had like the whole beginning and the intro all like planned out and recorded. Cause like, I realized like from our recording uh, from on my channel, I was like, I want to do a couple little things different. So I like set it up and like put it in a disclaimer, all that. I was like, there we go. That's how to think like a podcast host. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that this morning, but I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do it after. It'll be fine. I am going to be all right. Yeah. That's one thing that I really wanted to ask you was like, what would you do with that kind of money? Like, Oh my gosh. I have so many plans, so many plans and so many dreams and it's all over the place. And Leo energy doesn't fucking help. Um, I would love to start some sort of organization where like I've dealt with homelessness I've dealt with homelessness off and on, couch surfing, like living with relatives, sleeping on a mattress right next to a fucking garbage can. Like I, like I kid you not, it was so dehumanizing to sleep next to a fucking garbage can. Like mm, never going back to that shit. Slept in a car with six other fucking people, like a minivan for like an eight, nothing but fucking Lunchables for six fucking weeks. It was horrible. Um, so yeah, so all of that really, like, I'm really passionate about like ending homelessness, especially when we have enough housing to house everybody. <laughs> like there's so much space. Yes, girl, and this is exactly what I feel when it comes to world hunger and all types of different things. There's just so much more waste than we we understand, and we could put that to good use to fucking feed people. Exactly. There's an abundance of food, but because we're told that, like, we have to buy our food from groceries and, like, we have to do, like, like oh, my God, just the way that everything is set up so we have to rely on other people for absolutely everything enrages me. Uh, so so uh, a lot of, like, the things that I want to do in the world is help people find their power, grow your own food. You want to learn how to, like, build your own fucking house? Like, yeah, let's do it. Like, there's people who are, like, passionate about, like, growing food and passionate about building houses and passionate about all these different things that we're able to just have people follow their passions and do. And then our community's needs are met. Oh, who would have thunk? <laughs> so like, I want to help create, like fill the voids where like our communities are gapping in any way to lift us up so we can like believe in ourselves and support ourselves and support each other and encourage each other because there's more than enough of everything to go around and just like you said like money's a fucking illusion like wake up people it's a fucking illusion it is a piece of paper that a bunch of fucking just random ass people decided that this has value and this is what we, you have to need to be worth anything and to be worth anybody's fucking time or to be loved or to be like anything that like, and then they tell us what things we need to be. And they all require that fucking random piece of paper. Like what, what it doesn't make sense to me. And so I'm literally, I was sent to this fucking earth plane to dismantle this idea that money is a fucking thing that controls us because it doesn't. <laughs> she said as she's like behind on bills and all this shit. But again, illusions. 
we got to see through them, like working through them. I just realized through watch, I'm talking a lot and I'm talking really fast. Sorry, I smoked before this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was like watching King Soon's live and he's always talking about just like this, this shit isn't real. Like you have to look crazy to reach your dreams and to like make shit happen because there's always going to be people and external situations and your own fucking voices in your head that are like, nope, never going to happen. Fuck you, bitch. You stupid bitch. Like all like. <laughs> Today I was like, dude, I was like, I meant live. I'm like, I fucking hate myself. Like, I don't know. I did something stupid and I was like, holy fuck. Like I caught myself. I'm like, I haven't said that in a minute. Like what? <laughs> like, no, I don't. Right. Good for you. <laughs> my mom used to like say like she oh I like her face is like forever ingrained into my memory, but she like used to like grit her teeth and be like, you piece of shit. Oh, you ungrateful piece of shit. And I'm like, every fucking time I like sit down and try and relax, I see her face in my face. And I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna relax in spite of you right now. Relax. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am worthy, bitch. <laughs> and, like, I send her love every single time, like, I see that because I know that all that was, like, her projections and her bullshit. And I know she, like, feels bad about what she did. I just, you know. <laughs> it's the accountability part we're still working on. <laughs> At least she's acknowledging. <laughs> you know, it's just so extremely important for us to be aware, not only aware, but putting in that daily effort to break the cycles and doing it in a way where it's understood and doing it in a way where we're not being demonized or being, you know, told that we're doing something wrong um, because people don't understand it and that they are scared of what they don't know. Literally, I was just sitting here like 20 minutes ago before this and I was smoking, getting ready, and all of a sudden they just told me like, ask her, because I'm thinking about Money Heist, it's been on my mind for the last like two days, um, and they're like, ask her what she would do if she had that kind of, when, when she has that kind of money, what she plans to do with it. Oh yeah, I would absolutely, I have like so many plans, and here's the thing, oh my god, when I started asking myself that question I was like what would I do if I had all this money because at first like there's so many things I would do in my life but then I was like you greedy motherfucker but I was like no 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 like I'm allowed to receive and have nice things and live and live lavish luxury and all this stuff because like I've never had it I've never had a motherfucking thing I've had to beg and scrap and plead for every motherfucking bit of love and attention or whatever the fuck I wanted walked around with fucking holy ass underwear and socks never again never again am I living that shit I want to wear fucking whatever the fuck I want, whatever they want. I want to eat Gordon Ramsay meals. This is the shit. Gordon Ramsay will cook a meal for me one day. And that will, when I know I fucking made it, I made it. Like, that's what I'm manifesting. Cause this is the type of life I want to live. I don't deserve to be fucking income restricted. Neither does anybody else. Cause what the fuck? My income ain't restricted. This is fucked out. Like I'm just working on the wealth, bitch. That's it. <laughs> yes, like the the human race, humanity itself is really fucking behind. Like we, there is free energy. There is infinite fucking, like, in 
the other worlds, there is so much more. Uh, there is so much more advanced. Like, the human race is actually, like, really fucking behind. And it's not because, like, we don't have the ability to fucking do it. It's just the fact that things have been hidden from us for so motherfucking long. Yeah. yeah. Send me back to the life where, like, we knew everything was just, like, a thought and then it's there. <laughs> like, oh, wait, I have, I chose to come here? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to be able to just fill, like, all the spots where I had to, like, rah, and, like, rage and, like, fight for money. I want to be able to just bless, bless. You need it? I got it. You need it? I got it. 100%. I got it. Then I fought the savior complex in my mind. Oh, that was a bitch. But the and white guilt that came up too. But I was like, bitch, no matter what the fuck, shape, size, color, creed you you come from, you're allowed to give and you're allowed to love to give and you're allowed to love to heal. And that doesn't mean you're trying to heal the world. You got to learn how to set boundaries and learn what's your responsibility and what you're accountable for and what you're not. You can give back and love to give back, but that doesn't mean you're trying to, you are, you are healed. You are the one. Like, it's not about that. That's what people need to learn. It's all about fucking balance. I feel like so many healers in this day and age, they get so caught up in like what's ego and, and this savior complex, and this God complex and this, oh my God, and all white guilt, all the white guilt. And I'm like, yo, just breathe, just breathe. Cause it's not that serious. Like it is, we've got a lot of problems to solve, but I promise you, you're not going to be able to do it all. So it's not that serious. Just <laughs> breathe it out, bitch. Exactly. Yes. No one person is going to be able to heal and solve every single world problem themselves. Like, <sighs> I needed that one, girl. That was my issue. When I went through like my premature awakening when I was super young, like 17 years old, I thought that I was going to fucking save the world. I was like, I have to fix the fucking world. Like, it is not, like, they, we need to, things need to change now. Like, I was, like, fucking so gung ho about changing the world and making it a better place, but I was taking on all the problems myself. I wasn't aware of any thing other than, you know, I had to do it on my own because there was no spiritual community. There was no, that I knew about that I was, you know, I, I was raised Catholic. Like, I wasn't raised around, like, any kind of spiritual community. It was more anything religious. Well, it's actually interesting how you word that because I, I heard you in a video talk about a premature awakening before and that immediately brought up a question in me because it like it triggered me for a second I was like premature awakening because at first I was like I think that's what I went through but then I realized like fuck no it wasn't premature at least not in my eyes because if it didn't happen when it did at the age that I was I would not be as free as I am right now at 22 there was not a premature thing about it it was just people oh I'm an old soul no I had been done dealing with all your fucking fuckery and your bullshit and your backstabbing and your all that other shit and it all happened unfortunately since I mean one of my first memories through meditation I found I was literally in utero dealing with dysfunction and family fighting it's been bred into my DNA and so, you know, I, I don't remember what that had to do with the point I was making, but hopefully you get it. <laughs> I get it. No, <laughs> um, that actually gives me a lot of, lot to think about like that. That's some shadow work right there for sure. Um, because 
yeah, I always talk about how things happen and divine timing and everything happens as it's meant to and what's meant for you is already yours. So, you know, all of the shit that I've gone through, all the trauma and, and the awakening I went through when I was super young and didn't understand anything happened because it was meant to happen at that time for a greater purpose. And I may not be here today if it didn't happen the exact way that it happened. So, goddamn. Early though, this was the first question that I wrote down was to ask you, like a week ago, to ask you about what you would do if somebody from your past came into your life, because I just feel like you you know what to do with that kind of stuff. It's so funny you say that, because literally every single reading on my For You page talks about people from my past coming back. That's just literally three times. Confirmation. Who's coming back? Who's coming back? What the fuck do you want from me? Literally. <laughs> Uh, well, there's been a couple times where, you know, people tried a little bit, you know, I had some people who I was friends with tried. I just realized that we weren't in alignment. It wasn't what I was looking for in a relationship. And there is a few times where, you know, they tried to come back, wanted to still be friends, wanted to apologize, da, 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 da. And everything in me wanted to be like, well, maybe I just, maybe I was give, not given the benefit of the doubt. Maybe I was acting out of trauma response, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, bitch, your intuition told you on day one, something was tricky, but tricky, tricky, tricky little motherfucker. I was like, okay, all right. I'm gonna listen this time because last time it got me fucked up and had me more pissed off and annoyed rather than like, oh, yay, my friend's here. So I'm like, yeah, not about it. <laughs> That's what I was pretty much forced to do in this last year was just find my independence and learn that, like, I, I had such terrible separation anxiety most of my life. Like, I always wanted to be around somebody. Like, it, I, it, it wasn't so much relationships. I was only in a couple serious relationships, and I it was, like, more of friendships. I was always wanting to be with my friends. I hated to be alone, and the last year uh, or so has been really... Um, a big step for me in finding my independence and learning to like enjoy my own company and like enjoy my alone time and you know like I still do look for that like energetic connection through like going on lives and and stuff like that um because I have cut off so many people that aren't in the alignment of the kind of people I want in my life so it's it's definitely been a challenge for me to find um you know that I I'm better off sometimes just doing things on my own and not always looking for that constant um, companionship. The biggest challenge you have um, overcome been in the last like year? Most definitely learning to be alone. Um, Because again, like, just like you said, that the trauma response, the trauma bonding, um, it was real. There was times where especially dealing with like spiritual development I thought I was like going into psychosis because I was legit like hearing things and feeling things and experiencing emotions and with all the religious programming and the fucking fear-mongering I was taught to believe that every feeling emotion presence that I feel is a fucking demon and so when I would like sit with myself and be alone and hear one of my own thoughts, I would, Im <sighs> sorry, it's just like really hard to talk about because it's like the amount of ridiculous 
like obsessive compulsive behaviors that started from like all this religious trauma is so fucking ridiculous and all the time wasted I realize now it's like lessons learned but like so much time and fear on shit that like wasn't real yeah and it's like it's fucking daily and the fact that there's so many people who think that they're out there doing good like preaching this shit and they're just like destroying people and they don't even get it and it's just from so much like ignorance but it's they're like trying to come from a place of love and that's just such like a disgusting cycle to see and to know that there's people who know exactly what they're doing and they just continue that propaganda and that fear-mongering and it literally like it enrages the fuck out of me because there's people who will never step out of that fear and then there's people like me who literally spend their whole life that afraid and then continue to overcome that fear and just get belittled and demonized for it and the people who are doing the demonizing don't even realize like what they're doing and how they're a part of this horrible horrible cycle and they think they're doing it in love and light and in the name of Jesus Christ or whatever the fuck they believe in and it's so sickening Yes, I was watching this video um, the other day, and this guy was talking about, like, how for centuries people killed in the name of God, and, you know, they thought that they were doing it, you know, for a more higher purpose or whatever, for, you know, um, their religion, and it's, it is, it's so sad. And people profiting all the way just listening to this podcast the other day and this woman was talking about how lost in translation things have become with you know churches and everything and how it has really like i remember like they say they don't know what jesus was doing those 30 years that he was like um you know going out to the east and studying buddhism and that's what he was coming back to explain and it was never about having you know a fucking church or people worshiping him or thinking that there is no other way he was just another light worker showing us the way to find our own ascension and that is probably why he was killed all these churches it's like you know they want money for the choir money for this or money for that and it's it's telling people that it's my way or the highway and that just doesn't sit well with me it never has and we all are, are sovereign beings as much as we want to be able to realize or help others realize their potential um for them it's one thing to set an example and to you know put the information and the experiences that we've been through out there for those that are willing to hear us and understand and listen to us um to learn from but it's another thing to consistently keep learning the same lessons over and over with the same people that are not in alignment with our highest good and that we're literally just a, a part of our karmic and a, or a part of our life lessons because that's a part of our soul growth there was like people were asking me before like how i was overcoming fear and like one of the biggest fears that i had that made me feel so tiny was being scared of the dark as an adult and I was scared of the dark as an adult because, like, my, I remember learning to, like, try to transition from sleeping in a room with other people my entire life because we had a big family in a small living space. And so I had to transition at a later age from sleeping with a bunch of people around to alone. And so when I had to learn how to be 
you know, big girl and like not be afraid of the dark. My stepdad used to like ridicule me for being afraid of the dark at 13, 14 years old. I used to have to like, I would legitimately sneak my siblings out of their room to stand outside the bathroom door while I would go to the bathroom because of the religious fear. My mom made me terrified of the fucking mirrors telling me that they were portals for demons to steal your fucking soul. So I was terrified of monsters in the mirror late at night, which is why I needed a protector outside the fucking bathroom. And then because of that, my parents ridiculed me for being afraid of the dark. And I'm like, you motherfuckers made me afraid of every fucking shadow. Like, what the fuck? And then like, they would ridicule me for sleeping with a nightlight or like as a punishment, come and turn the hall light off. And I'm like, <laughs> like freaking out and then on top of that there was this time where like my stepdad took my sister and put her in the fucking garage and locked the door and kept the light off and she was fucking terrified she was screaming and like banging on the door and I was like holy shit as a punishment they're gonna put me in a dark room like oh my god like so like that made it even worse and so like overcoming that fear as an adult was hard because I also got pregnant at 15. So like I only had to sleep in a room for alone for like two or three years. And then I had a baby. So I had someone to sleep with all the time. So like that created a lot of like separation anxiety and made it harder to sleep in the dark. But as an adult, I had to like train myself to have him sleep alone, which was like fucking hard as a parent and dealing with parenting. And that's a whole other conversation in itself. But dealing with like not being afraid of every shadow and oh like there's this sweater like hanging up that looks like a monster and like all that shit I had to do that at 22 and so I had to like I still have to like sleep with sleepy music on and like I'll like close my eyes and I'll start to fall asleep I'm like, <laughs> like it's still at 22 this is ridiculous this is what fear-mongering does people <laughs> I sleep with a nightlight. I sleep with like freaking my salt lamp and my fucking like my little consolation thing and my little. I got mad lights. Like, have to. Then, and it's like when I was going through what I was going through, I. There was no spiritual community. And it's like, I'm so grateful that now that there is, um, you know, an actual community and there's things that are, are like being taught through whatever social media or whatever it is that people are interested in as a community awakening as a whole instead of you know just people th uh thwarting it off as conspiracy theories or whatever the fuck they want to call it hippy dippy bullshit <laughs> we literally came here to do so much more than we probably even know yet and i think it's so beautiful that we have been chosen and we have had the opportunity and we chose to come here to break these cycles <clears throat> excuse me and to make a difference on this planet a lasting fucking difference and for the better too yeah truly truly and how many lives lost due to people trying to like get not just spirituality itself but just like giving a fuck about um politics and the environment but not politics in a divisive way but in a like hey let's do some fucking shit <laughs> like let's make any sort of real change please <laughs> please like jesus christ who are you voting for in 2024 anybody who's gonna give a fuck how about that <laughs>
Who fucking cares about colors? Like, god damn it. Yeah, like, we're still on this? Like, are we really still on this? Like, god damn. <laughs> it just feels like things have been... This shit has been such a long time coming. It's like... Has it really taken this fucking long for humanity to wake the fuck up? Like, I, it blows my goddamn mind. Yeah, for real. I mean, like, I feel like it's, like, one of those times where it's, like, it's a, it's gonna be, like, a slingshot moment. Where it's, like, it feels like it's going really slow. And then all of a sudden, everybody's, like, what the fuck is happening? And I feel like so many people think that that's gonna come through, like, aliens have come forth and breaking through the atmosphere. But it's, like, bitches... We are the fucking aliens, motherfuckers. We, it's awakening to your Christ consciousness. That's just like overall being a good fucking moral person gives a fuck and gives back and worries about your fucking self and your goddamn development and not worrying about what he, she, and they are fucking doing and what's between their fucking legs and how much money they have and what fucking car you drive and what you're eating determines what the fuck you're worth and where you live depends on what kind of fucking person you are and what how you fucking dress has anything to say about how fucking smart you are and whatever fucking other reason people can come up with to put somebody on a sliding fucking scale on what they're fucking worth because anybody can go from being the richest fucking person to the next person sleeping on the fucking ground and anybody can win the fucking lottery tomorrow so shut up bitch and live your fucking life and mind your goddamn business <laughs> okay so if there was a concept that you could teach the world uh, of any kind of concept what would it be <sighs> god damn my my grandma used to say this shit and it used to piss me off it used to piss me off but she's right actually she used to tell me two things one i'm not paying attention to right now but she used to do the shivers sit up straight and i used to piss me off because it felt judgmental but she's right and your posture has so much to do with your confidence your aura your energy your personal power she's right as a motherfucker and two she used to say put your blinders on and that she used to annoy the fuck out of me because there was so much else to pay attention to and it felt limiting. But what she was trying to tell me is to focus. And focus is what's going to get you from point A to point B. It's not about consistency. People saying consistency is key used to piss me off because I used to deal with fucking, I still deal with depression and mood swings and fucking anxiety. So that makes, and then on top of that, neurodivergencies. Like, come on now. How are you going to tell somebody who's neurodivergent to also be consistent? Oh, your manifestations only come true if you're consistent. You're only developing spiritually if you're consistent. Fuck you and fuck you too. And fuck your mom and fuck your dog. Everyone, everyone who says that literally shove it up yours because it's not fucking true because consistency looks different for everybody. Energy looks different for everybody. Input looks different for everybody. Effort looks different for everybody. So if there's anybody preaching one way is the highway, literally trip on a rock. That's all I'm saying. <coughs> That's all I'm saying. I just don't have time for it. I don't. <coughs> I look at things and I see everything is its own energy. Nothing is exactly the same as we are reflections of each other, but we are not the same exact. We have a unique sovereign energy to us. Each and every one of us does. So why is it that your way is the only way that's going to work for each and every one of these fucking 8 billion people on this planet? Every person has a different life experience, a different perspective. So how is it possible that 
every single person that says that they they are this religion or this or that that they they have the exact same perspective and the exact same um experience that you do with the fucking divine like with the something that we have no comprehension of as human beings but we want to put a smack a label on it and say that i'm right you're wrong and we're going to fight to the death about it this is what confused me is there's people who would literally doubt things like like Santa Claus, for example. How could Santa Claus make it to every house around the world in one night? Right? Unfucking believable. Yet you're trying to tell me that the one way to heaven, the one Lord and Savior, right? No matter where you're born, what culture, what religion, or uh, um, fucking religion, what uh, culture or geographical location you're from, that if you don't know the one fucking way based on the family you were born to, then you're fucked to go to hell? Bitch. What? Like, I, 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 I really don't understand. <laughs> I just don't. It never made sense to me. That in itself, that 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 correlation to Santa when I was like 11 or 12 years old was literally what made me go, religion is a lie. Because what about all the people who are all the way on the other side of the earth and they don't they've never even heard of fucking Jesus Christ? What do you oh that's why we get people who think, oh, I need to go all the way over here and save these people. No, the fuck you don't. No, you don't. You can keep your religion and your religious brainwashing to your fucking self. Thank you. You're doing more harm than good. Do some fucking research. Yes. Like, it's like I wasn't taught any of this shit. And it's like we just blindly, people just blindly follow whatever the fuck they're taught for cycles and ages and ages. And then it finally, like, clicks for one person. And it's like you do the research, you actually look into shit that you're being told over and over that just doesn't really make sense in your head. And and then you see like, oh, there's actually a lot more to this than just one, this one fucking way that I have been taught my whole life and I, I've been brainwashed into believing. That, that they teach in our schools is so fucking outdated and they have no, there is no push really to make it different or better for our kids um that is why a lot of people are starting to homeschool and it's not too far for me like i know it's a big commitment and by then i will have the money to hire a tutor a private tutor and have them teach him what i want and the curriculum that i choose because this shit in the our school systems is just not it's clearly not fucking working yeah, as we're fucking whitewashed and fucking colonized every fucking education book there's ever. F- I've literally learned more accurate history off fucking TikTok in the past two and a half years I've been on TikTok than the last however fucking long I've been in any fucking history class. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. When are we going to get some change on that education system? The fuck? As a kid, when I, they were telling me, like, all of this, like, you know, the Catholic is the only way, and you have to do this, and go to church, and that, and everything, only way you're going to ever get to heaven, and it, I'm like, bro, like, if I'm a good person, and I live a moral motherfucking life, and I treat people the way that I would like to be treated, and I don't maliciously go out of my way to hurt other people, and I instead I lift them up, actually, and I'm, I'm actually doing the things to help the world be a better place, and... Even if you're not putting in 100% to give back every single day, if you are just living your life as a moral person, why the fuck are you going to go anywhere but, you know, 
a reincarnation, which scientifically makes sense. And that's why it's like I want to homeschool my kid, but I want to be teaching him through educational, like, spirit science, educational um, things that include spirituality, like the Gaia network and stuff like that. And because I find that that has helped me grow so tremendously over such a short span of time. And that's what I want to see happen for him. So what does conscious parenting mean to you? Like, how does that look for you? Oh, that's a lot. Honestly, it's a lot of shadow work, a lot of inner child work for me personally, and a lot of manifesting specifically for peace and patience. Because I have noticed within myself, it's hard for me to be patient with him, especially when I'm triggered, when I'm going through like emotional ups and downs. It's hard for me to be patient. It's hard for me to be calm in the way that he needs me to be. Because sometimes like me being calm is disassociation because if I wasn't disassociated right now I would be freaking out and so me trying to handle myself and handle my emotions to him is just oh mommy's not playing with me or not doing what I need her to do or doing whatever for you know 15 minutes in actual time well time isn't real but (laughs) in actual time you know to him he doesn't get 15 minutes is 15 minutes so that in itself dealing with that is difficult but um learning about like transition times. And I learned about this from this TikTok um, account that talks about like dealing with children who have autism when you're learning how to parent um, children with autism. And they were talking about transition times from one activity or one phase to another. And so I started applying that with my son and telling him, you know, like I'm sure you've seen in lives when I'm like, this is my time, my work boundary right now. Like it's your time to do this and my time to do this. And when I'm done, we're going to move into this, this, and this, um, making it very clear to him my expectations for him and what he can expect of me and learning how to stick to my fucking word um so I've had to use like timers and reminders for myself because especially being easily you know forgetting shit it's hard for me to stay focused put my blinders on (laughs) and do one task at a time so that way I can handle his needs handle mine because it's a whole nother task in itself to be working from home as a parent so (laughs) Yes, like that can help so much, especially when you are working home um, and you have, you know, your kids, like my son's still really young and I was watching something about that, like segment changing and like the energy shift from one task to another and how um, you can incorporate that into like a daily thing, especially when you are juggling and balancing all these different hats or, you know, um, experiences in your daily life. Like, I don't even know. He's just, he's about to turn two, and I know these next few years are going to be really tough, and it's like, I have so many crystals. Like, he's really good about it. Honestly, for the most part, he's a really amazing baby in every aspect of the term, like, and he just, I'm just nervous. Well, I mean, wall shelves definitely help with the crystals wall shelves because then it doesn't take up a lot of floor space but you can still have somewhere to store your crystals out of reach (laughs) i mean like my guys literally told me the other day like if you took all your crystals (laughs) as i ordered crystal confetti this morning but like if you took all your crystals down you could cover your entire floor like your entire floor would be covered with crystals if you took them all off of the shelves i'm like okay well they're pretty and they work for good energy so fuck you (laughs)
Like, what if I lose one? <laughs> I need a replacement. I shipped one of my, I felt called to put one of my rose quartz in one of my clients' uh, packages, one of the last ones that I did. And like, part of me was like, do I want to give away one of my crystals? But I was just like, bitch, like you felt called to give it. So give it. Like you can always go get more rose quartz. Like it's not that big a deal. <laughs> but like, I had to like do a whole like release of it and like cleanse it and stuff. But yeah, I was just like, I I, I need to give it to you. But like the part of me that wanted to be selfish was like, no. So I had to tape it up early. <laughs> yes, I've been in situations like that where it's like I feel like I want to give this away, but like a part that part of me, that like ego or whatever the fuck, that materialistic part that we've been conditioned to think like we need all these things. And it's like sometimes it's so hard to let go of things. And I have literally like become like I have to do you know, especially with my son, like, it's like, oh, I don't even have space for this type of shit, like, I want to buy him all this kind of stuff for Christmas, and I'm like, I have to give away, like, so many things, you want to make room for, like, this little fucking, like, car thing, or whatever I want to get for him, and it's like, I don't have a fucking garage or something to put it in, like, I have, you know, a thousand square feet, like, let's, let's chill, (laughs) you're gonna have enough room for major stuff soon enough, and, like, I have unopened jewelry and stuff that, like, I've been feeling, like, Like, I can give this stuff away. Like, I will wear the same jewelry every freaking day. Like, but this was the first day I wore, like, a different necklace, like, for the first time in months. And I am not wearing anything right now because I'm redoing this entire podcast, but, you know, that's fine. Um, But it's just, like, you know, you think about it and you realize, like, I have so much more than I actually really do need. And, like, and that can be really nice sometimes, but at other times it's, like, is this serving me or, or would it serve a better purpose somewhere else for somebody else, you know? I realized through a lot of my shadow work, like, especially when I had that moment with the rose quartz, like, I realized that a lot of just worrying about, like, feeling, well, feeling greedy was a whole other thing in itself, but um, feeling like I wasn't going to get things in return if I gave away, so therefore I could never give away, and this literally caused, like, hoarding when I was a child. Like, I had filing cabinets of receipts and literal, like, trash. Like, anyone else would look at this and be like, why do you have this? Um, And it was so horrible. Yeah, my mom was like, no, bitch, this could not happen. And then hoarding turned into OCD cleaning and organizing, which I'm really good at, by the way. And I will probably have an organizing business sometime in my life because I'm really good at it. But... (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's a fucking it's a fucking cycle. I just switched one one little issue for another. But yeah, I guess cleaning's better than hoarding a bunch of random shit. Yes, yes, I do that too. Like, I literally, I was like telling myself, like, I'm gonna do spring cleaning because, like, I have so much shit that I have to go through, and just like, I never have, I haven't had this much stuff, stuff like much. I have not had this much shit ever. Like, I have pretty much like you know gone from living in like a one room to like I have a whole apartment of stuff now, and it's like can be overwhelming to think about like when I'm gonna move and have my own, you know, my manifested cabin and everything. But it's like. I, I'm sitting here, like, procrastinating because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do spring cleaning. But it's like, I'm really just putting it off. (laughs) (laughs) I keep just, like, thinking of all the little tasks that I, like, know need to be done that I've been pushing off. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many. (laughs) 
what do you think the greatest impact that you have had um, on the world, um, the collective thus far? Oh my gosh. Um, I guess I couldn't really generalize that, but overall, the thing that I'm most proud of is like just showing up for people has literally saved people's lives. There's been times where like I was on, I'm going to get emotional, I'm just talking about it. There's been times where like I was on live and a reading that I was doing because I felt called to get up at 2.30 in the morning. Somebody, you know, said that they decided to put a weapon against themselves down because I was there at 2.30 in the morning on live when they needed somebody. And so like, I don't, to know that there's like moments like that. And there's only a few that people have actually told me about, but to know that like I've had multiple accounts and I've had people from across the world say, hey, I, I saw you and somebody told me about you. And I was like, yeah, I already follow them. So like to know that there will always be people who like think about a random post that just brighten their day or literally saved or changed their life will forever be the most meaningful fucking thing to me I could ever do for this planet. <laughs> Truly. Wow. Yeah, that is so, that is so fucking beautiful. And it is something else to know that like, the, the simplest thing can make somebody's day so much better. And it's, that is really why like I started getting into this like field, I just wanted to help heal the world. And I always knew that I was going to heal the world. I just didn't realize the level it was going to be on and that I was going to have so much help either. Um, so like, it's like, I am so grateful to know that there are so many beautiful healers out here doing the work that needs to be done. And, and even if we are looked at as like the black sheep or, you know, the hippy dippy bullshit, like that shit bullshit is being proven by science and, um, different, you know, breakthroughs are happening in the quantum field every day. So there's so much more to it and energy um, work is very real and having that connection like that you are able to tap in and, and jump on that so that you may have saved somebody's life and we don't realize just how much of an impact we truly do have. I was just tossing and turning all night and I was like why can't I sleep I was like I was sitting at my computer I was like I might as well go on live and make some money like it's 2 30 I'm wide awake. <laughs> needed I needed to be there so what do you think is more important or useful intelligence or wisdom oh absolutely wisdom you can be smart as fuck but if you don't apply your experience your intelligence means nothing <laughs> uh so <laughs> wisdom all the way <laughs> Why is it that people understand and know that they are living an unhealthy lifestyle and they also know the healthy option and they know what it is that they should be doing, but they choose to stay in that unhealthy, toxic life? Because it is a lot easier to stay in what you know than to step into the unknown with the fear of failure on top of what if you succeed? If you succeed, you're going to have more expectations, more responsibility. You're going to set the bar higher for yourself. And then you're always going to feel like a failure if you fall back into old cycles. So instead of trying with the possibility of failing or trying with the possibility of succeeding, people stay in their own painful, pathetic cycles 
because it's more comfortable as miserable as they are, as broken as they feel, as broke and disconnected from their power as they felt their entire life. They'd much rather stay there and mindlessly scroll or watch other people live their lives instead of living it or dream rather than actually experience because it's so much easier to bitch and moan and whine and complain and point fingers than it is to stand up and say, you know what? I'm responsible for this. No matter where it started, no matter where it stemmed from, I'm responsible for doing better, for being more, for putting in more effort and for actually fucking trying. Hey, you remind yourself to stay present and grounded in um, a constantly evolving spiritual community where we're always striving for, you know, something better and more, um, you know, evolved. How do you stay grounded? I have to take time. And this took actually like a long time. I've actually only just started doing this like consistently recently is like reminding myself every day to do nothing for at least an hour. Absolutely nothing. Nothing that other people expect me to, or I feel obligated to do, but just if I sit and look at the ceiling, that's what I'm doing. If I'm just watching TV, I'm doing that with a purpose, with the purpose of disconnecting from expectations, of obligations, of responsibility, and allowing myself to simply get to know my energy and understand my wants and my needs, mind, body, and soul, and to actually learn how to accomplish and fulfill those things and understand on a cell level that I'm worthy of those needs and wants, no matter how extravagant, being met all the time. What would you define as your life purpose or purposes? To experience more than I ever have before. And here's what I've been contemplating about on a lot lately, because for the longest time I thought it was to heal. I'm just meant to just heal everywhere I go. I'm healing. I'm teaching. I'm inspiring. Fuck that. That's so draining. I'm just here to live and experience and to be and to better myself. And I just so happen to love being on a camera. And so I do it for other people to watch. And if it inspires you to do something with your life, fantastic. If it triggers you, great, even better. And if you just choose to scroll and I mean nothing to you, I'm just blown in the breeze, bitch. I don't mean anything in your story and that's fine. I don't fucking care anymore where I fit. Hero, villain, anywhere in between, bitch. I will wear every fucking crown, every mask, every costume. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm here to not give fucks and live my best life. <laughs> Point blank, period. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so what does spiritual evolution mean to you? To keep trying and to keep looking within yourself, even when it's uncomfortable, even when every part of you sees, every bit of you wince at the fact that you're going to have to see what you're made of and understand what you're worth based on what you think, feel, and how you act. And you're going to have to feel disgusted with your past actions. You're going to have to feel that shame of the things that you've done and the secondhand embarrassment, but you're also going to get the joy, the love, the peace, the understanding, the higher perspective, the wisdom, the self-made intelligence, let's call it. And that is going to be the most important because that's what will drive your manifestations from a place of love and understanding rather than I got to have it and I need it and I'm not going to be anything else until I have it because that's just more desperate ass energy. 
that's all I have for you guys today. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I can't wait for you guys to see what else we have in store for the Spiritual Evolution Podcast. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And like I said, you guys have a wonderful, blessed, and abundant rest of your day.